Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. All right, hey, mornings with Lone Star. Boom. We're live on irlonestar.com, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1, and of course on Facebook and YouTube on Mornings with Lone Star. I did say we're going to have a special guest today, and I'm really excited. We're going to have Love Heals Youth. We're going to be covering an event that's happening tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. at our neighbors at 202 Main with our one of our favorite musicians, Peyton Riley. I believe she's going to be in the studio tomorrow on the Cindy Cochran Show playing some music. But in the studio with me today, we have Rebecca and Liz with Love Heals Youth. What's going on, guys? You guys doing okay? Doing great. Thanks for having us. We're excited to be here today. Yeah, I'm really excited to learn more about Love Heals Youth. And I, I imagine people have been seeing social media about what you guys are doing. You've been around for a while, I feel like, because you've been in the studio before. I have. But not maybe for my specific show, but for other shows. Yes. And then Liz, I think this is the first time you've been here. On your show. On my show. In my real job, I was here for something else. Really? What's your real job? I work for the uh, NRA. NRA. So the National Rifle Association? Correct. We fundraise for training, education, and safety. Okay. Why? Why? This is separate. I want to. I have to <laughs> I'm ask. I'm sorry. This. I don't want to take your time. <laughs> no, no, no. no. We got. Show. We got. We got all time in the world because we want to talk about Love Heals Youth. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, all the stuff we're going to talk about is in the description. Now we don't have to talk about it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, with the NRA, I always wondered why the rifle. Because it's like you're kind of forgetting the rest of the firearms. So why not like the NFA? Probably because when it was founded in 1871. No one had pistols back rifles then? Rifles were the primarily primary uh, form of protection. Slingshots? You got, you know, you got to remember why, the, why it was started. No, I don't understand. Yeah. Why, I understand why it started, but I was like, yeah. I probably need to update that because yeah. people take like – People get real detailed when it comes to they arguing do. about firearms. But, you know, once like, you've branded, you understand branding. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of a branding thing. So I guess so. It's, okay. The side I I'm on, that. you know, ties, ties, I think, into a lot of this, including Love Hills Youth, because it is so important um, in our society to make sure in anything that training, education, and safety are at the foremost of everything that we do. And so that's, that's what I do for real. And then getting connected with Rebecca has made it just – um, well, I can. We can talk about heartstrings um, once we get some of the the nuts yeah. and bolts out there. Let me just tell people: uh, Love Heals Youth. It's, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Rebecca or Liz. Is it's about foster care and educating people about foster care, or is it education and also tying people to where to get foster? Like, like if I'm a child or if I'm an adult, trying to get involved with foster care. So we provide <clears throat> mental health services for children that are in foster care oh, okay. in congregate uh, facilities, like group homes, okay. uh, and also uh, families that are homeless. So uh, we're, we're working with some of the homeless shelters as well. Okay, so it's about the youth, because, you know, love heals youth. Uh, that makes total sense. So how do children get involved? Because, like, say I'm a foster child and I'm having issues. Now, is this the foster parent contacts you or, like, a teacher, or is it usually the, the child? So... 
my goal would be at some point to offer this to every single foster child here in Montgomery County. And we average around 350 children in foster care in our county. And these are kids that are in our county, housed in our county, like their case is housed in our mm-hmm. county. And then uh, kids from other counties that are placed in our county. Right now, our primary focus is on the children that are in foster care that reside in the group homes. And so we have roughly eight or nine group homes. We're currently serving four of the eight or nine. And then I'm hoping by the end of the year, we'll have the rest of them uh, where we can we can work with those kids so we're the only ones going into the group homes to see the kids to, to spend substantial time with the children there otherwise because most of the kids that are in the group homes are not from our county so they don't have uh, CASA advocates or caseworkers that are coming yeah. to visit them regularly okay so how did you even see this hole that you needed to fill I don't really I just, I'm trying to figure that out where, where did that come around I started in around 2008, I started working in the group homes and I just kind of fell into it. Somebody reached out to me from, at that time it was just Bridgeway and Fairway. Now people I think know it more as Yes to Youth. And so they reached out to me a long time ago to come and provide services to the kids there at the the facility. And in 2019, so I just consistently did that. And there were a few other homes that would pop up here and there. we would go in and, and work with them and we just provide the services for free because my counselors are not fully licensed so they can't bill insurance so we just do it for free and we've just always done it for free and i funded it through the other programs that i have at my my, my real job okay um and then in 2019 i was appointed to the child welfare board by the commissioners and i started to learn more about the needs and the necessities that are forsaken for our children. And I decided that it was time to do more and do better. So I filed for a nonprofit and was awarded that status in July of 2020 in the heat of COVID. Oh yeah, <laughs> so that's when we got ours. It took like a year, yes. year and a half to get it. Yes, yeah, so it just kind of sat stagnant for a little while. And then in the summer of 2021, while we were in one of our meetings, I was hearing information about uh, a facility and I just sat there and was in tears. And I, I, I looked at my husband, I said, it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time to really hit the ground running. And so my joke is that uh, I, I hit the ground running and have been in a full-blown sprint that even Hussein Bolt can't keep up with me. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, there's a lot going on, especially you have an event tomorrow, which is, I, I guess it's more of a donation celebration kind of thing at 202 so you're encouraging people to bring beach beach towels just beach towels just beach towels just simple beach towels you can go to target and get two for 10 bucks so it's super easy something very simple and the the way because this kind of gives me an idea of what you guys do because when i'm thinking beach towels like why are we doing beach towels so when you interact with these kids what does the beach towel do what is what's the idea behind this most of the kids that we work with uh, they're on like 30 and 40 different placements, give or take. Um, but after a couple few, I mean, it really doesn't matter, right? Like you, you lose count. So they've been on so many, they've been through so many different placements and so many different transitions. They travel in trash bags. They have very few items that they are able to take with them. And so this is just an opportunity for them to have some normalcy and, and experience a little bit of you know, childhood with something as simple as a, a towel. But these are things that are so important to them, the, the beach towel, the blankets, uh, and, and to be able to give them that because they wrap up in them or uh, it's just something for comfort. Really. No, I get it. Okay. Yeah. So you just want beach towels. Just beach this, towels. It's very simple. And it starts at, what time does it start at? 
So we're going from 5 to 7 p.m. tomorrow yeah. night at 202 Main. I will let the people know who are listening on uh, online. We do have the link to the event. It's on Facebook, but we also have the link to the website and things like that in the description. So if you're looking for more details, like where to go, what what to expect, because you have Peyton Riley, who's a local artist. She's going to be playing there. It's free for everyone to join. So even if you don't bring a towel, which you should, but if you don't, you're still welcome in. And I'm sure there's going to be a nice you know, bucket for cash that people need to put stuff in. We are always open to cash donations, major sponsors, anything that, that pulls at your heartstrings. I think, you know, what we do is in the name, love Mm -hmm. heals. And that's, I think what has brought me as a volunteer to Becca and, and the other volunteers I think would, would express the same sentiments and you see it. And it's like, this crazy awesome thing and you're like this is so much fun and then you hear the facts behind the story and I don't think people really understood because we're really blessed here in Montgomery County Mm -hmm. I've been here since 1972 have grown up not super wealthy but blessed and the thought of going from one home to another with no attachments no belongings anything I might have is put in a trash bag and Becca will tell a story where the kids know when the trash bags come out, someone's leaving. And they move them at a whim without any notification. Don't know always what the reasoning's behind it. So what we're trying to give them is some stability, some love, to wrap them in, in and embrace them in what we've grown up with. You know, for most folks in Montgomery County, it's summertime. And we're going to go get a swimsuit. We're going to go get beach towels. We're going to get accessories. We're going to have fun. And for someone in a foster care home, they don't get that at the drop of a hat. And so the blankets are the just one of the amazing social service projects. Tell them, Becca, about Valentine's because that one, that's a huge one. When you find out that kids don't get to participate, you've, you've got to have, you can't not have a heart and not participate because, and, and let's talk about the ones that are upcoming in addition to the blankets. Okay. Are the towels? Yeah, I'm on your website. Is there is there any stuff about this? I see past events. So right on our on our website, you can go to the social service projects page, and I keep all of the ones that we've done in the past yeah, just, uh, on there, so you can see what it produced, and then the ones that are coming up are obviously at the top. And so, uh, Love Hills Youth was created. My birthday is on Valentine's Day, so Valentine's That's Day. That's unlucky. <laughs> How's that, how's, that, how's that working out for you? <laughs> well, now that I'm married, it's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. like Before it. that, it was hard to celebrate because everybody's like, well, I have a date. But um, anyway, so that's one of the reasons that it's all about love. Um, and hearts are obviously a, a big part of our branding. Um, and so Valentine's Day was a big one for me. And it was very exciting to be able to have the community come together. We were able to deliver 108 bags filled with 1,296 Valentine's Day cards and candies for these kids to take to school so that they could participate in the Valentine's Day parties or give something to their girlfriends, boyfriends, teachers. Okay, I got to ask this because I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever met a foster parent. What is, what in y'all's opinion, what is the responsibility of a foster parent? Well, remember, these are kids that are growing up in, in a, a home. home. Okay, so, so like an orphanage. Right. So yeah. do we not call them orphanages anymore? 
<laughs> not really, but that's okay. I mean, well, I, I have that's... no idea. I have it, no it, idea. It resonates though, right? It yeah. makes sense when you hear it that way. Well, that's the way I always kind of think because I know I've had friends who are orphans and that's what they called themselves. And it was like, okay, I get it. You don't have a mom or dad. When I grew up, my favorite movie was Annie. My favorite, yeah. one of my favorite TV shows was Punky Brewster. When did they change that word? Is that just like a thing? Because now we call them group homes. That sounds even worse. Right. I know. And they actually have different names, but group home is kind of my catch-all, or congregate care facilities. Okay. But they, they're, they're growing up with staff members. They're not growing up with... with so they really members. don't have a direction, like a tool, or when I say tool, I'm like an adult saying, like, sitting down with them. Now I get the towel thing a lot. Because I remember growing up, I had five brothers and sisters. And towels were really important to me because I was like, I want my own towel. I'm... Right. I'm <laughs> You know, you know, use it, and it's no. Use your brother's towel. Oh, my, uh, uh, yeah, and, but, and these are kids. They're the group homes. They have the kids are twelve to seventeen years of age, and there's yeah. anywhere from eight kids to fifty kids all living in, in the okay, same. Okay, now I'm house. getting a better picture now. Yeah. And these are kids yeah, that I get it now. may I'm not it. ever make it to singular foster care in a home with a parent. Yeah. Uh, a father, a mother, other siblings, they may never be adopted. And so these are, these are the, the, the hearts in most need of love because they, they do get what they can get from staff, but they're not getting that one-on-one. It's like being on permanent camp. Right. Yes. And, and That's weird. Yeah, there there is an outpour of love during the holidays, and yeah. the kids are. I like this Valentine's thing you did. That's that that makes more sense now. I'm like, yes. do these foster parents just like get out of here? Here's your here's your. Yeah, no, it's just these are the easy things to forsake and, and yeah. neglect because I mean, who thinks about it? And honestly, I never thought about it. And I've been working with foster kids for almost twenty years, and I never thought about it until the last. Well, year. that's one thing I've noticed that you, what y'all are doing is you're, like I said, you're filling the holes of things that no one really knew needed to be filled. And it's like, yeah, you, it's almost like you had the aha moment, and you're like, oh, it makes so much sense. Yes. Why we're doing this? Yes. So similar to the towel, the beach towel. Right. And you know, does it have to be a beach towel? Can it just be a towel? Well, we're trying to go with the theme. Of- oh man, themes! No, I'm gonna get, I want to get I want to get fun towels. <laughs> hey, fun, fun towels! Towel. Oh heck yeah! yeah. yeah. I just don't that's want some- like a gener- generic white uh, hotel towel. Oh, no. I just want them to have something new. Yeah, that fun. And- fun. I'm, I'm thinking think of fun, fun towels. Absolutely, yeah. Marvel or you know. I think I saw one that's like a tortilla. <laughs> oh, fun. Okay, that would, that would be Whataburger, I'm Ra- sure, right? Wrap yourself yeah. in, in a tortilla. tortilla. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the kids would love it. And, you know, we, we gave out some towels during the winter months. And not towels, I'm sorry, blankets. blankets. Yeah. And whenever I go into the group homes, I can still, to this day, they'll be wrapped up in the blankets. And they just love them. That makes so much more. Everything's, everything's connecting to it's me theirs. right now. And it's I was like, I'm such an idiot. So let so. us share one that we just did. Because okay. I'm going to tell you, I want to let Becca tell the story, but I'm going to tell you that after we did this, um, I was driving home, and I had to pull over in a parking lot Uh-oh. just to compose myself. Because I remember when I first got my first job, right? And you wonder, how's this going to go, and, and am I going to be a success? What am I going to wear, right? What am I going to wear okay. to present myself as someone who deserves to be hired, mm-hmm. who's going to be a great employee. And I had a wonderful family. My family took care of me. And we were able to do something for a young man named Elijah, right? And I'm going to let you tell it because I don't know if I can get through it. <laughs> 
So we got a call last Friday evening. This is this like this month? Uh, yes, a week and a half ago. Okay, a week, yeah, half, a week okay. and a half ago. And so I got a call from a facility, and they said, we have a young boy that's starting his first job tomorrow. Or actually, just said, starting his first job, but he needs a uniform. Is there any chance y'all could help us out? And of course, I'm like, well, yeah, that's what we do. We're mm-hmm. here to, to bridge all the gaps. And so we went out. I called Liz and Dina, who's the president of our board, and I said, hey, would y'all like to go with me to do the shopping and deliver these clothes and these items and they said yes so I messaged back and I said hey when does the job when does he start his job and she says well tomorrow at four okay we'll be there by lunchtime so we went to Target got all of the things that he needed plus some uh, made sure he had all of the hygiene products and um, the the cologne and the outfit we made sure they had more than one item for you got him cologne well of course that's a personal thing does he like it I hope. Oh, he, you should have seen his face. Because, <laughs> I mean, I remember, you know, like I said, I grew up with brothers. It's like we all like different colognes, and my mom hated it. She's like, can y'all just like the same thing? <laughs> well, and, but he's never had it. Well, that's what I'm yeah. like, because I don't wear cologne today. I was like, it, too, it gets too complicated. Or if you have like a thousand choices. That's what I'm like, when you said you got him cologne, what kind of, like, that's how people get brand, like, they're like, that's my smell. <laughs> So he's smelling good for his job. Smelling That's good right. for his job, looking good for his job, has all the all the things that he needs, and we're able to deliver it. And and Dina and Liz, this is their first time to really get to do something so personal. Yeah. And so. I mean, you're buying cologne. I mean, that's just personal for a guy. I like to shop. I'm saying from a guy's perspective, like that's really personal. (laughs) I like to shop, but when you're shopping for someone who can't shop for themselves, yeah. And you know that it's making a difference, and that's huge. I bet that, gonna, I bet that changed this entire outlook because it gonna, changed my outlook. It so. changed my life. It's it's you know it's this is hopefully that first step that puts him on that path to being that super responsible and someone who's going to continue to give back to the community, and that's what this is about. Because statistically, a lot of kids in foster kids uh, in foster care don't end up where we want them to be because they don't have that guidance and that love and those moments. And and not only is foster care, not only are those kids the most vulnerable kids that we have uh, in our community, but we have the most vulnerable of the most vulnerable because they're growing up in group homes. And so I tell people all the time that volunteer with us, not only are you looking at an opportunity to change a kid's life, but it's going to change your life no matter what, especially when you step foot into those group homes, because it's unlike anything you've ever experienced. It's, it's very, very different. And, and it will, it's heartbreaking, but heartwarming at the same time, if that makes sense. So we were able to deliver these things and the kiddo was so ecstatic. I mean, just beaming from ear to ear and we walk out and, and Liz and Dina are like, oh my gosh, that was so amazing. And I have a, a real job where I have to go and work and earn money so that I can help support what we're doing mm-hmm. for a nonprofit. But I said, this is, I get to do this all the time. And so it gives me goosebumps to think about it. But uh, imagine being able to do this for more kids and, and to bring our mission to more group homes and change the lives of all 350 kids that we're, we're working with here in, in Montgomery County shoot across the state i mean i would love to take this across the state one day but we got to focus on our own backyard first so let's take a step back real quick because we're, we're talking to uh we have rebecca and liz in the studio talking about love heals youth and there's an event tomorrow uh basically bring your bring a towel for a, a kid who's in a group home but when it comes to people learning more about you guys is it something that you're know, looking for volunteers or is it because it, to me, with the, hearing these stories, it doesn't seem like I need to give like you need money, 
but money doesn't fix everything in y'all's specific situation. You actually need feet on the ground going, yeah, we need someone to go to the store and get these things and help this kid. So Money would be great. Um, So I have funded everything out of my own pocket Mm -hmm. up until uh, I became a nonprofit, and then I started getting little donations Mm -hmm. here and there, and our first grant kicked in in October of this past year. So majority of what we've done has has been uh, kind of a – a little bit of a circus at my office. Everybody just pitching in and, and doing what they can. And we still to this day have zero paid staff. So everything is still volunteered. And my counselors provide services at a very discounted rate. So that way um, I can afford to keep them. <laughs> um, and But they love it too. So uh, my, my number one goal has always been to raise awareness because I think a lot of people have an idea of what foster kids are supposed to look like and they're supposed to look little. Yeah, but they're not all little, no. and they're wearing cologne. They're wearing <laughs> cologne. Get their so, jobs. No, I mean, no, I mean that it's 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 a realization. I think people need to see, yeah, especially here in Montgomery County, because right. and and then Liz comes in and Dina come in. They both come in and they're like, Becca, you've got to stop saying that you don't need money because you do because you can't because not everybody's going to be able to fund it. I've been very blessed. I've been very fortunate in being able to fund a lot of this out of my own pocket. Um, but you're also adapting to so many different things. It's not something as simple as like we do two things here. Right. XYZ costs this, you know, ABC costs this. But no, it's like you literally get a phone call, kids first job, what do we do? And it's like that could be a $10 thing, that could be a $100 thing, that could be, you know, that kind of that, that's what I'm saying like it's you're right. it's different. So, so it's, we do need. We do need what and Beck volunteers. is so good at the awareness because she is if there's a subject matter expert, she's it, right? She knows it. She's lived it. She's breathed it. And so getting the word out there and getting the exposure so that, I mean, I've been in Montgomery County forever, and I didn't know, and now I know. But we do need support, and there's so many different ways you can support. You can volunteer. You can volunteer to help. We have galas. We have well, our first gala. It's, it's kind of like the, what I was going back to is you've seen the holes. Is Rebecca can't just see every single hole. Right. So you need people to be like, hey, I'm volunteering my time. I've noticed this too. What about this? XYZ. Well, and Rebecca's become a catch-all too. She's a go-to person yeah. now. So when Becca gets that go-to call, like she did the other day, you know, there are people we can call and say, hey, can you help today? But we need to we need to build up our arsenal, if you will, yeah. our arsenal of blankets and, <laughs> and, and love rocks. And we do a really cool thing. Let's talk about welcome home bags. Let's talk about the fact that we we are doing our own fundraising, but like any nonprofit out there we're looking for people who this touches their heart as well and they have a connection to not only making a difference in the individual kids life but making a difference in montgomery county because this is our home Mm -hmm. this is where we live and these we want to make our community stronger better we want to be we want to be the shining star we don't want to be the county where foster care they go oh not montgomery county we want to be the county that says Yes, Montgomery County is meeting the needs. Mental health. They get counseling. They get mm-hmm. fun things like the blankets. But we got to have major sponsors. We need major donors. We need you to come to our gala. We're working on a concert. We need donations. If you go to the website, and I see you you're dinking around over yeah, there. Yeah, I am. I, well, you said the, you talked about the bag. And I was like, is that what that is? Now Talk I about understand. It. Yeah, because yeah, so, on the homepage, there's a welcome home bag request. Yes. That people can fill out, and that's I imagine that's for if you know a foster child. So that's for our, our group homes. Okay. The, the orphanages. Okay. Um, they'll get on there and they can submit whenever they've got a new okay. kid coming in, <clears throat> and within 24 hours we show up and we've got a brand new duffel bag with full size hygiene products. 
okay. a journal and a rock that has the word love stamped on it. And so that way they can trash the trash bags and toss the travel size products and they have full size products. And recently in, at one of our days of counseling, I had a, a girl there and she had her rock. And, and the purpose of the rock is so it's something they can carry with them, uh, keep it in their pocket or their purse or whatever they have. And whenever they're starting to feel lonely or unloved, the idea is you can rub, like hold the rock, remind yourself that you are loved because somebody gave you this rock and they loved you enough to give you the rock. They think about you. Uh, we, we just want you to remember that you are loved. And so she's holding her rock at the day of counseling. And I said, oh, sweetheart, that's so beautiful. What is that? And so she shows me. She goes, my counselor brought it to me and told me anytime I need help or strength okay. or to feel loved, just to hold my rock. And I was like, oh. and I knew this because obviously that's something that we've been doing in the welcome home bag since we started this program. And I was so ecstatic to see it come all the way through to fruition for its purpose. And that was the first time that I've seen, um, I've been able to see that with my own eyes. So it was pretty neat. But the Welcome Home Bag has been huge for our kids. And it is just amazing. It's very euphoric to be able to drop those off because the kids are so excited to have the duffel bag and the full-size And not a products, trash bag. And not a trash bag or travel size products. Okay, well, so let's let the listener know. We have lovehealsyouth.com. And then we have, of course, the event. It's a free event. We ask people to bring towels. It's from 5 to 7. Is that, am I thinking that? At 202 Main, Mm -hmm. that is uh, the local eatery here, but down the street from the studio, Keith over there. Shout out to that guy. Place is pretty cool. And then Peyton Riley will be performing there. She's a musician. So it's kind of like just get out of the house, bring a towel, bring two towels. You can get two for, was it 10 bucks? But I want to. I gotta find a fun one. I gotta. I mean, I gotta find a fun one. <laughs> so They're I have to there. tell you also, Peyton. Um, Peyton is just unbelievable. She's helped us take our social service projects to a whole new level, and she jumped in and just started creating the graphics and posting everything. And then, of course, donates her time to come and sing. At She's really good. I was very good. I, you know, it's funny. Is the first time I met her, they booked my morning show, and her mother comes up, and I thought it was her. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then when the eighth grader comes in, and I was and I was like, I'm interviewing an eighth grader. Okay. And then I started listening to the music or playing the music. I was like, okay, okay, I can I can go with this. Yeah. So she's really talented. So if people want to enjoy a good show and it's free, it's tomorrow five to seven two o two Main. It's pretty awesome. And so uh, at Christmas time, my family and I we always go to the mountains and go ski. And on the way home, I wrote a poem. So. I could kind of capture what it's like to grow up in foster care and then what it's like to have that relationship with somebody that sees you, somebody that helps you feel loved, and that's the therapist. And so the poem's very long, and then I messaged Peyton. I said, hey, is there any chance you could take this poem and create a song out of it? She's like, oh, sure. So she did, and it's called Love Heals, and it is the most beautiful song I've ever heard in my life. She okay. took that poem and transformed it into. Yeah, she she's still she's still young. She go, she she goes at it. She does. Yeah, she has written over fifty songs. I know. When I when I, when I talked to her about her process, I was like, wait, it's like you're still in eighth grade and you're just sitting there most of your time writing. I'm at I'm at home playing video games. That's what I'm doing <laughs> when I'm in eighth grade. The song is amazing though, yeah. and it, it's she's got. Um, there, there's a couple of just parts in it when she talks about home right. and, and, and she reaches out, you know, dear God. And the way she does that, it's it's just amazing. And um, it's a beautiful song. And hopefully we get to hear it tomorrow night oh, at yes. the uh, 
free event. It's dry. Yeah, it's what's called summer loving. Heals you. Heals. I love heals you. Sorry about that. And I encourage everyone if you just take five minutes, look at their website. They have so much going on. And uh, especially tomorrow, if you have questions for Liz, you're going to be there. I'll be there. Rebecca, you're going to be there. Always. Okay, yes. I'm going to drop off a towel, but I will not be there. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm bowling tomorrow. So every Wednesday. So why did you book it on bowling time? I don't know. It's not my fault. Well, we'll have plenty more. So. We've got another one this summer we're going to do got... for Independence Day. And we're going to do a, a gift card drive so okay. that we can practice Independence for Independence Day. Right. We'll have blankets in the fall. Blankets in the fall. Back to school. We'll get back to school drive. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll do things. Um, people take for granted sometimes the simple things. And that's, um, you know, underclothes, right? And so... We're gonna have undergarment Undergarments. drive, and um, I, I'm excited. We talked. We had a call last night about the concert that we're planning, and so I tell you what: if you're someone out there and you're a company, you're a church, you're a foundation, you're you're looking for a cause. Um, if you would like to be our title sponsor, we'd like a five thousand dollar concert sponsor and a twenty five hundred dollar music sponsor. Okay. So if you want to do either one of those for our upcoming concert and obviously we'll take anything we can get but if you want to be on the marketing materials that we send out to called, all our folks it, what's it called we haven't named it yet but we're planning a fall concert and if you would like to to do that reach out to rebecca myself um dina and uh, then we've got our big gala coming up in january and we're pretty excited we are not going to reveal yet the theme because we're going to have a, a special we're going to probably try to reveal that maybe at the concert right yes and it's going to be so much fun, but um, we are looking for uh, corporate and, and big sponsors to turn their stewardship towards something that's going to give back, not just to the youth, but to make Montgomery County a better place to live. So um, if you don't understand what we're doing, come talk to us. Let's sit down. Let's have a cup yeah. of coffee and it's let's visit topic. about it. Yep. And, and one, of the, one of the things that I take a lot of pride in is for our nonprofit, because there are zero paid staff. That means that 100% of what's given to our organization goes directly to those children and the families that we serve. So they are 100% the beneficiary, sole beneficiary of everything that we receive. That's pretty promising. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, think very, that I, I know that it's not going to be a forever story because one day we're going to have to hire staff. But for right now, I guess I, no, I think it's I think it's wonderful, especially with the goals you'll have. So it's lovehealsyouth.com and more events. Don't forget tomorrow. And Peyton Riley is going to be on the Sydney Cochran Show tomorrow, so give a shout-out to them because she's going to be performing live at 2 o'clock here on Lone Star Community Radio. Liz, Rebecca, thank you so much, guys, for coming in. We're going to get back to the rest of the today's programming. It is 1042 right now. Hope you guys stick around. You've been listening to Warren's Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.